This is Anne Nicholson-Weber, and you're listening to the Talk Theater in Chicago interview podcast for January 11th. This week, we're going to be talking about the Young Playwrights Festival at Pegasus Players, and I'm being joined to talk about that by Alicia Duncan, who is the festival director, and a couple of the playwrights whom I'll introduce later, and one of the mentors in the process, Andrew Hinderocker, who is a playwright in Chicago. So, uh, Alicia, maybe you could start out just by explaining what the festival is and a little bit of its history. The Young Playwrights Festival is a playwriting competition for Chicago students. It's been around for 24 years. It's the 24th anniversary of it. And um, the main idea is to provide young people with an avenue for for creative expression. Uh, So we go into the classrooms every year and do workshops to get the students excited about playwriting and using that as as a way in for them to get out of the school box and get into a creative box. And Mm -hmm. um, so that's where the competition comes from. So do you, I mean, you can't go into every public school in Chicago, presumably, or every school in Chicago. The the submissions come from a broader pool. They come from a broader broader pool, but most of them are from the schools that we visit. And Uh we do go to close to 40, 40, I think we went to 45 schools last year. And what is the workshop? The workshop is a group of artists that go in and talk about playwriting and what the competition is going to be looking for. So we focus on what's called the six elements of playwriting and uh, breakdown, character, conflict, um, dialogue setting, plot, theme. But we talk about the six elements because that, um, when you focus on that and uh, talk about what each of those brings to good playwriting, that's what our judges look for when they're looking for, when they're looking at the scripts, when they're mm-hmm. reading and assessing. And, uh, and we talk about their interrelatedness to each other and how students can get started writing their plays. And then they do an excerpt from a former winning play. Mm. And then they use that as a tool to go back and say, okay, now let's talk about those six elements again. What did you see? Let's talk when about character. When you say character. they do, do you mean they read in the classroom or they actually put up they, on its they feet, put, produce they do an perform an excerpt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's memorized, an excerpt uh-huh, of a uh-huh. winning play. Um, and there's three artists that go into the schools, but it's they really use that as a teaching tool. So it's not just about, and, and, and if any of you remember that, any of our playwrights, they make it dynamic, but it is really about focusing and hitting. Here's what really we're going to look for. And if you uh, really focus on those elements, and those are the, you know, the relationship between dialogue, character, and setting, mm-hmm. and between plot, conflict, and theme and how they relate to one another. If you have those elements in your play, then you're going to have a really good chance of moving on to the final round in the the competition. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we work with them and say, okay, how do you do that? How do you get started writing a play? What does that mean? And we talk to them about, here's some ways to do it here. You know, here's some way, ways in that you may be familiar with and here's some that you may not. And so then they'll do uh, an on your feet exercise with them. Here's, here's a great way to start some dialogue and then we'll do an improv with them and exercise um, and getting them to, usually it's an object exercise where they say, here's an object in your hand and now you have to tell somebody how you want to get it from them. It's really Mm -hmm. popular acting exercise, but it's really good for writing too, because once they finished, it's like you have to convince this person to give you, give you that item. And based on that, what ensues when they improv, when you go back and say, now you've really probably got 
good three pages of dialogue if you think about that. So you, all you right. have to do is grab a friend and say, hey, let's play this game and see how we can get started. So that's one way of doing it. But um, from there, it's really the relationship with the teacher in the classroom and how they work with their students to continue that work. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What would you say is your um, – what are you most passionate about with respect to the festival, what are you hoping it will achieve? I mean, you said get people out of the classroom and into a more creative box. Which right. Is- well, because, you know, for, I don't know, most of us who go to school and in the last 20 years, you've seen the arts become really depleted in, in that setting. And so mm-hmm. for me, as an artist, it, it's exciting to know that there are ways to, to still channel the arts for for kids to have that expression and ways to to, to to for it to be accessible to them and they may not get that some other way so for me it's that's really what gets me mm-hmm. excited is when i see that light turn on in in someone's head going i can do that you know i you know either it's acting or whatever but i can do that and mm-hmm. here's the opportunity so when we get these plays and i'm seeing them on their feet for the first time for me then you know i get emotional uh-huh. so it's always yeah. <laughs> so I get very Look emotional. What happened. Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. right. How it's many, magic. How many submissions did you have this year? 803. Wow. There's more than 803, but I say 803, that's how many were entered. We have to enter them in and make record of the scripts. Uh-huh. Um, and then they go out to a pool of, I think, 60 plus theater artists who read scripts for us All in the Chicago first round. All people? Chicago mm-hmm. people will read scripts mm-hmm. um, from a ver- variety of of of, uh, aspects of the theater Mm -hmm. so not just just actors playwrights directors or you know and they all volunteer their time and they read them and they will they uh, provide a written they write a evaluation is there some kind of rubric you give them Mm -hmm. in the evaluation so it's like tell them what to look for Mm -hmm. and here's how to write feedback to the student to give them some really positive ways to here's how you can improve that script continue to write the script Mm -hmm. so you know that's the idea we tell everybody no matter what you will get something back from this Uh because we're going to read your play and give you written feedback. Then the next level, if you go to the next level or you end up being a winning playwright, you'll get these other things, but everyone gets something. Uh Absolutely. So, um, so the next step you've got, you've windowed down 803 to 20, 20. And then, and then from that, um, so the 20, that means that's the third, the third round. So all of these, the, the playwrights sitting in the room with us today, mm-hmm. uh, we're at this final round celebration where we read excerpts from the final 10 plays. And then a group of judges come in the room, probably this room we're sitting in right now. Mm-hmm. This is where we were deliberating over which plays are going to be included in the festival. And who are the judges this year? Oh, God, do I have to name names? They may say I'm supposed to be anonymous. Oh, are they? They typically are. We don't say okay, who they fine. are, but they're... But uh-huh. There's a playwright in the group, um, a couple of playwrights, educators. Uh, I, th- I think we've had um, uh, someone who funds the arts, who is very involved, former artist who is now on the funding side of the things. Uh-huh. And um, so a variety of people, we, professionals. And so and, you duke it out as to who, what, we which of those 20 will which, be the three. Uh, right. And, and so all of them have had the plays and read them and made mm-hmm. their own evaluations about them. But so people will go around the room and it's it's not any magic to it. But we, you know, find what uh, what has an authentic voice to it. What is saying something about uh, from a from a young per- person's perspective, what's unique, what's mm-hmm. different, because all of these plays that say all 20 of them are going to be fantastic in terms of they pass through three different levels of 
of uh, they stood competition out and stood point, out right? at yeah. some mm-hmm. point because they were you know strong in most of the elements that we that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. They got strong characters. The dialogue is really great. The conflict makes you know is riveting. There's some kind of reason that we want to follow the story, or the storytelling is really good, mm-hmm. and and most of them are showing promise in some way. And we're going, okay, who would benefit most from? Mm-hmm. This process of working with the mentor, working one on one, you know, what's where's the unique voices, that kind of thing. So it's you know maybe all these different things that come from that, but it is, it is, you know, we drink some wine and <laughs> eat pizza and go. Wait a minute, I like this play. No, we have to include. But I'm just teasing. But it it is can be that right? But, sure. Any know, committee if people decision, wants right. to, you know, everyone has something that they want to champion. And for me, it's mm-hmm. I'm usually the fair voice in the room going. <laughs> Let's make sure we have a balance uh-huh. of, you know, we don't want the three same themes going on tonight. Or, and that's not usually the case. Usually, you know, it just depends. It's it's always different in my experience. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. you said um, you brought up the mentoring process, which is the next step. Once you've got three winners, mm-hmm. then they three are. Or four, but this year we're three. Three. Mm-hmm. Then they are assigned to mentors who are all playwrights, mm-hmm. um, all Chicago playwrights. And this, this year it was Andrew Hinderacher who is going to talk with us mm-hmm. and then uh, Marissa, I can never say Marissa Weggerson. Uh-huh. And Mia McCullough. Right. Mm-hmm. And all very um, interesting, established young playwrights around town. Um, so uh, Andrew and Gabi is one of our three finalists. Um, Gabi Bonavi- Bonamici. 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 Uh, and what's the name of your play, Gabi? The Nowhere People. The Nowhere People. And I'm going to push the mic a little closer to you. So you found out that you were one of the winners. Right. Which was cool. Really surprising, actually. <laughs> uh, how did you find out? Um, I was notified at first through, I believe, my English teacher. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was, this was a year ago, so right. But it was just really surprising because I'd only worked on it as a school assignment. I didn't expect anything to come out of it, really. Uh huh. So. And so, so then you were told the next step is this script is going to go to um, your mentor, and you're going to start some kind of a process. Pretty much working on it, getting it ready for the production. Uh huh. So um, when did you first meet Andrew? Um, during the very beginning of the process. This was months ago. Maybe right? in August. In yeah. August. Mm-hmm. And so describe, <laughs> describe your first encounter in this mentoring process. Actually, we ended up meeting at a coffee shop because I had only talked to him like over the phone beforehand. Uh-huh. So we had to meet in a coffee shop in my neighborhood to like talk through the initial process of what to do, how to start revising and everything. So it was... You're at what high school? Um, I just graduated from Whitney Young. I'm Whitney at Young. UW, Wisconsin right now. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, so Andrew said, okay, this is going to be the process. Pretty much. And what was the process? <laughs> Lots of revision, basically. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Andrew, what was the first thing that you wanted to get across to Gabby about her script? Well, uh, before we met, um, I gave her some required reading. <laughs> um, read uh, the art of dramatic writing, yeah, and I yeah, did I make you read poetics too, or was it just no, a lot just of that so that um, <laughs> that and she did it. I was I thought, oh, we're off to a great start because she actually uh, did the required reading, um, and it, it speaks to a lot of what uh, Alicia was talking about in terms of elements of playwriting. I mean, different people mm-hmm. will call them, you know, six elements, four elements, five elements. Um, the text that I gave. Gabby talks a lot about uh, premise, plot, character, um, action, and that was for us, I think, a framework to say, 
let's talk about how scenes can be active. Let's talk about conflict. Let's talk about um, the premise of a play and, and how to develop that. And uh, so that when we went into rewrites, um, we could use that text and our own discussions about what she wanted the play to be about uh, as our framework saying, you know, are, are we accomplishing this in the rewrites? Are, are we keeping some of these things in mind? Did you um, right away begin to see things you wanted to change? Um, I think it was just sort of the process throughout months of things that were working more or less. And mm-hmm. I think the more revision was done, the easier it was to see the final product or to envision a final product. Like mm-hmm. the more you work on it, the clearer it became. So it was basically just the months of the process helped out. What of the six um, elements that we've talked about, do you consider to be your weakest? What is the oh. thing that's the hardest for you? I don't know all of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Plot, I guess, is mm. it's kind of difficult in pacing yourself from beginning to end and where the conflict should be and whether or not certain scenes are slowing down. Or we, My mentor and I talked a lot about um, whether things were necessary or whether scenes were moving the play forward or just kind of mm-hmm. taking up space. So I think that was the hardest thing to work on. What What's the, the part that jazzes you the most that just comes easily and it's where, kind of where you start? Is it dialogue? Is it character? Is it ideas? Um, I don't know. I, I guess if I had to pick, it would be dialogue just mm-hmm. because it's a lot easier to sort of talk your way through things and then revise it later. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So. Maybe just quickly describe what your play is um the nowhere people is about a man who loses his wife and ends up trying to build this machine to talk to ghosts and basically (laughs) and when you first had the idea what was the idea that you had what did you first see in your mind when this before this was a play oh nothing really it was just a school assignment i it was sort of just like kind of free writing and then it just one thing turned into another. Uh-huh. So I, I guess I didn't really have a clear idea. Usually, though, I think a writer starts with something. Is it a picture? Is it a person? Is it an event? You talked about the conversation you had with your friend. Actually, mm. yeah, my friend and I had been talking about ghosts a little bit, mm. like recently or before the assignment. So I just started like writing down bits of our conversation, oh. and it just stemmed from there. And then, and then it spins. Yeah. Um, do you are you someone who thought of yourself as a writer before this happened? Um, I like to write. I've always enjoyed it, mm-hmm. so I guess so. But and and was your interest in this as a writer or as someone who's interested in the theater? Um, I guess as a writer, it was for a creative writing class. Mm-hmm. But um, throughout the process, I've had more of an interest in theater once I've seen like everything, and I was briefly involved with our schools. Uh, theater company my sophomore year of high school mm-hmm. so I, I've had an interest in both but was that when you were uh, in, so- in your sophomore year w- were you acting or what was your role oh, no just like behind the scenes stage you, stuff. you should <laughs> see how like shocked she was at the idea of that she might be an actor <laughs> not an actor <laughs> because there there seem to be two roots into playwriting there are people who know they love the theater but they're not sure are they actors are they directors are they writers and then there are people who are writers who are not sure are they poets are they novelists are they playwrights so it sounds yeah. like Maybe you're someone who, if anything, knew you were interested in writing. Definitely. And this festival gave you a chance to try a different kind of writing than you might have. Yeah. So what um, – can you say one thing that you've learned about playwriting from this process that seems really important to you if you were telling someone else? Um, I guess just not to be afraid to 
constantly edit your work and let it grow as a piece instead of just holding on to what you originally had. Uh-huh. Having to be open to letting it change. And being patient, too. Right. And it's a very collaborative process, which is a different kind of thing. Was yeah, it? Were there cool. points where you kind of felt like, leave me alone, I just want to do it my way? Or? No, not at all, actually. I, I get really excited seeing um, the actor's interpretation of it and mm-hmm. the, what they've done with, like, the stage and the designing, all of it, all of these elements are just really like bring together the whole play. It's very cool. Well, that takes us to kind of the last piece of what I'd like to talk about. And um, I've got our other two winning playwrights here. It's uh, Gigi Lee and Kat Black, Blackburn. Blackburn. Kat Blackburn. Um, and so I thought we could kind of finish up by talking about, we've talked about kind of how you got chosen and then the mentoring process, which each of you went through with two other playwrights and then comes the point where directors and actors enter the scene um, and you start to see your play up on its feet I guess before we do that though Kat maybe you could tell me first um, the name of your play my play is called Deliver Me From Evil and what is it it's um, like a fever dream or choreo poem it's very poetic when you say choreo uh, poem that suggests to me that it's very movement based. Is that right? Um, it sounds like choreography. I don't know what that yeah, means. Yeah, it's well, it's yeah. There's a little bit of movement. Mm-hmm. I mean, not as much as I had envisioned, but it's it's very um, like beat like beat poetry. It has uh-huh. a rhythm to it. So. Uh-huh. What what high school are you at? I'm or used, did you just graduate? Um, I used to go to Lincoln Park High School, and uh-huh. now I go to Columbia College. Uh huh. And just to ask you the same question that I asked Gabby, do you consider yourself someone who's a writer who? found you liked writing plays or a theater person who found you liked writing? Um, definitely theater person who found I liked writing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Had you written any plays before that you no entered plays, this competition? No, mm-hmm. but I have done like a whole lot of writing. Uh-huh. So. But still, your core interest was more in the theater side of it than the Yeah, writing. for sure. For uh-huh. sure. Uh-huh. Have you acted and directed? Yeah, I'm actually going to Columbia for acting. So. Uh-huh. Great. Okay, so, um, and now if we could talk Gigi, your play is called? Um, my play is called Roller Coaster. Uh-huh. And give us just a little idea of what that's uh, a about. Synopsis. Um, it's about um, uh, two teenagers, a boy and a girl, that get stuck on top of a, a broken roller coaster and just like the... The, the relationship that sort of ensues between them. Uh-huh. And, and where are you or were you at high school? Uh, I went to Northside College Prep, and uh-huh. now I'm going to University of Chicago. Um, well, so, Kat and Gigi, I'd be interested to hear each of you talk about what you learned about your writing by seeing it go through the production process. Kat, why don't you start? Um, hmm. I learned that, I guess, my writing changes um, a whole lot every year because I, I I related a whole lot to my play a couple of months ago and now mm. it's like I feel incredibly distant from it just because my writing has changed so much. Mm. So I mean I I had never noticed that until I'd actually seen people for like other people other than me perform it. So uh-huh, uh-huh. So, so you're saying it feels like it was written by somebody different? Yeah almost. Yeah. Uh-huh. That sounds like a strange feeling, actually. Yeah, it's really weird. It's it's kind of creepy, actually. Uh-huh. Do you like that old person or not so much? Um, no, not not at all. <laughs> and now she publicly is going to be in front of a lot of people. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that yet. Uh-huh. But I don't know. I mean, I went to the first preview last night, and it was it was pretty scary. Uh-huh. But hopefully, it'll get it'll get easier. So, I don't think any playwright 
sees their show up on its feet and doesn't say, oh, that sucks. Yeah. You know? That's pretty much how I felt. <laughs> and it, it probably doesn't, uh, I'm going to bet. Um, well, what have the actors or the director brought to it that surprised you? Are there things that worked differently than you thought? or? Um. I guess I had a vision when I wrote it of how the words should sound and how they should flow. And Mm -hmm. it started out as a complete poem with like all the words run together, no punctuation or anything. And then Mm -hmm. turning it into dialogue and having them create characters out of it was most helpful because I didn't think that was possible. So, Oh, so that's interesting. So yours was a script that required a lot of interpretation, even kind of almost not adaptation exactly, but you hadn't decided that this character or that character will say those words. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, we did a whole lot of table work to create, like we had to basically create a whole story with the beginning and end and it didn't have that before. Oh, that's really interesting. And what had been the process when you were working with your mentor? What did you work on there? Um... Let's see. We worked on basically, I guess, distancing myself from the play because it was just so incredibly emotional to begin with. Mm-hmm. And it was hard to, um, I guess, create characters that I had no idea who they were. And You had conceived it as something you would perform. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I see. That is really interesting. That's yeah. a different process. So, Gigi, how about you? You're, you're, what have you learned from the production process? Um. I don't know. You know, in a lot of ways, it's it's funny that Kat said that in, um, about uh, looking back at your own play and then thinking like, oh, that's almost like someone else wrote it. Mm-hmm. Because I actually had the same feeling. I was like watching a rehearsal and it kind of occurred to me randomly like I was like, oh, wait, I wrote that. You know, like, <laughs> and, and it was just it's just funny because, yeah, I feel like over even – um, such a short, well, kind of long, but like moderately short span of time. I guess we've been working on this for about a year, mm-hmm. but um, well, that's five percent of your life, right? Uh, <laughs> a year? <laughs> Is that it? Did I do the math right? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, like um, you're you're writing and your I guess your your view of the world and your how how you see characters and stuff changes so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, and I guess it just makes me watching it made me realize that I I do want to I do want to keep writing, you know. I didn't ask keep... you that question. Are you someone who kind of came at this as someone who's interested in the theater, and this became a way to do theater, or are you a writer who was found um, this was an interesting? Form? I was actually more interested in writing before. I I really hadn't done much. I hadn't really done any playwriting beforehand. Mm-hmm. But like, I always like writing like short stories and poems and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, what are the big differences between writing other forms and writing plays from, from um, your experience? Well, from my experience, it was a lot more. I mean, to focus on. For me, every I mean, the play was a lot about relationship, and so there was a lot more focus on like developing the characters themselves, but also a lot of focus on dialogue. And I had to, you know, start paying attention to the way people actually speak. And uh-huh. that was a big thing in the writing process is certain certain things didn't sound normal, you know, and you have mm-hmm. to realize, okay, well, how do people actually talk? So that those little things are things that you, you a lot of times don't really pay as much attention to in other forms of writing because it's sort of creative license. But I guess in, in some playwriting, you actually want it to sound like real people. I mean, if that's the choice you're making, yeah, it certainly yeah. doesn't have to. Yeah. Is is your play a comedy? It is a comedy, yeah. Uh-huh. And funny writing is very hard. Funny 
Oh, <laughs> funny playwriting. <laughs> <Very hard. laughs> it's actually funny. <laughs> well, you've seen it in front of an audience already, right? Is that true? Um, not the entire thing. Uh-huh. Uh, they did this. Uh, it was like a, I don't know, like a, a, a piece of it read in front of a small audience at the very beginning before we knew we actually won. Oh, okay. When we were just finalists. I but thought yeah. there was a school production yesterday. Am I wrong? There may have been. Yeah, but the, you, you guys weren't know. there. Yeah. Well, no, I wasn't there. <laughs> I wasn't there either. As a school. Oh, wow. So, t- so tonight's the first time you're going to see how it lands yeah. on an audience? Yeah. Wow. That's so, yeah, I'm a exciting. little nervous. <laughs> right, right. So that's actually an interesting question for any comic playwright. You know, how do you know if it's going to be funny? <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, like, I, um you know, I just, I, I, it was, it was weird that it was so much easier for me to write, um, a comedy actually, because I didn't mention this, but I actually did write a play one, the previous year for school for this same competition. Mm-hmm. It was like a drama mm-hmm. and it turned out so awful. And I, and then this time around, I just decided to write about what I liked and it ended up being a comedy. And I don't, I don't know how it happened, but it was just so much easier for me. And I, I feel like it's not hard when it's something that you're you're genuinely interested in, mm-hmm. I guess. Are you someone who's sort of thought to be funny in general? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, but are you? I don't. I don't. Do you make people laugh in conversation? I, I suppose. Because <laughs> not, every, not every funny writer does. I yeah. mean, my experience is that there are people who are funny as, as a writer yeah, and sure. not necessarily as a, you know, everyday person. So, well... Uh, Kat and Gigi, we've concentrated with you talking about the production process, but I'd also be interested to hear what your experience of the mentoring uh, process was like. Kat? Okay, well, um, my mentor was Mia McCullough, and about the same time that my play was chosen, she had a show going up, Lucinda's Bed, which she let me sit in on a couple of rehearsals and go see the show. That was produced at Chicago Dramatists. Yes, yes it was. And um, just seen her deal with a show that was so I guess intimate to her Mm -hmm. and struggling with that aspect of it helped me see that like it is possible to distance yourself from something Mm -hmm. and and I just I was really glad that they picked her because she let me like I guess she let me in on like her feelings and stuff Mm -hmm. so that's a great experience for uh relatively young artist oh yeah, to have. yeah. She, she's pretty badass actually I mean, <laughs> like she i don't know it was cool because mia acted like a completely normal person with me like it wasn't like we're just gonna go and we're gonna work on your play it's like we're gonna have coffee and you know uh-huh. how are you and it i mean she's just really human i like uh-huh. that uh-huh. well what was your process i mean andrew and gabby talked about theirs oh my god there was like an incredible amount of revision it is not at all like what it started out to be uh-huh. i mean Basically, I had to add all the dialogue and add all, like, I guess, five characters that I have. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was just, it was so scary. How would uh, Melissa point out to you the things that she thought you needed to work on? Um, mostly through email, because mm-hmm. we'd, we'd both have ideas, and she would, like, she'd send them to me, and then I'd send them to her, and uh-huh. big, just, we'd have spurts of thought at, like, 3 a.m., so... That can be a great medium because, first of all, you can say things that are hard to hear <laughs> through email. Yeah. And the other person has a minute to kind of, you know, absorb it. And also I think people are so um, sometimes more articulate when they write than when they talk because you have to think about it. You revise what you're saying. 
I no, can for imagine, sure. imagine it's, that's it's good... easier to take the criticism that way, I think. Because uh-huh. she'd tell me, you know, I don't think this, this line sounds at all like you. I think you can do much better than that. So, And when she said doesn't sound like you, did she mean it's not as good as you can do? Or did she mean it's not your authentic voice? Um, probably not as good as I could do. Uh-huh. I mean, uh-huh. there was a lot of stuff she had me change that uh-huh. now I can see it didn't fit at all. So, were there Was there anything she said that she didn't, you know, she wanted you to work on you and you thought she was wrong? Um. The very last scene of my play is a school scene, and everything else is like a dream in the, in the character's head. Mm-hmm. So it didn't really make much sense to have a scene from like the real world out in the play. But I really, really liked it, and I thought it was really important. So I decided to keep it, mm-hmm. even though she didn't think it really fit. Mm-hmm. Well, it'd be good to see if you were right once you see it up on its, oh, yeah. <laughs> on its feet. But it's great that you have the strength to push back and say, nope, that's what I want. Yeah. My play. <laughs> um, so, Gigi, how about you? Is there anything you want to add about how your mentoring process went? Yeah, sure. This is a little random, but um, it's something kind of cool that I, I kind of learned from my mentor because um, – the the process of, of writing my my play initially was sort of weird. It was sort of out of the blue, the idea. And then I ended up writing the entire thing in one sitting. So it was a really strange mm-hmm. situation where I, that's never happened to me before, where I got the idea and I was able to just crank it out so fast. And, like, ever since then, I keep trying to write a, a play and I keep expecting that same thing to happen. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't happen, you know. Right. And um, over the course of the mentoring process, um, my mentor is Marissa she uh, emailed me one of her plays called Killing Women, um, and it was really, really good, first of all. It was really hilarious. But then I was talking to her about it, and she told me it took, like, like many, many years to finish. And I, I realized, like, mm-hmm. oh, it can. It doesn't need to all be like right. that. Like, it doesn't – for that to be a genuinely – good inspirational idea you know it it can take a while to work on it and that was something kind of important to me just because you know now I realize that I can take my time right that kind of inspiration if you just around waiting for that you probably won't write many plays yeah like that doesn't (laughs) usually happen right it's just sort of a weird chance right right interesting does any of the three of you think there's a chance you might actually choose to be a playwright in a serious way (laughs) yeah I mean, I'm studying psychology right now, but I'm also taking some, like, writing classes. So I guess whichever one pans out. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, this, this if anything, it, it's this experience that has made me consider it, consider you know. That, so, right. yeah, I mean, I, I would recommend, like, giving it a try to a lot of to people my age that like writing. It's it's different and it's nice. Kat? I have to say once is probably enough for me. Uh-huh. I mean, I love the whole experience, but I just don't think I'm – a playwright. You see yourself being in the theater in some other. Yeah, pretty much. I I get Uh kind of jealous of my actors sometimes. Uh Let me do it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, great. Well, um, I think we're just about out of time, but I really hope you guys have a great time tonight seeing your plays up on their feet for the first time. And um, Alicia had to leave, but uh, congratulations to her on a great undertaking. Thanks so much. Thanks. Thanks. 